2: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast. We are just delighted to have you. My name is Jordan Lowe.
0: Cliff Barnes. Seth. We're back with more.
2: More <laughs> what? We're both hanging
1: out. Friday night,
2: we'll figure it out as we get Yeah,
1: That's right. We don't care. This is us hanging out. Listen for a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, we need to invite Jesse back. First off, we still need to pay off. He won the summer movie contest, and we need to actually watch the movie he assigned for us and talk about it with him sometime. I
2: figured someone here was still contesting the results and it was going through the courts (laughs) as we.
1: Oh, no. No. I've just been waiting to watch it till we had it on the schedule here. So I remember it when we do talk. I do want to watch it. Maybe I'll watch it this weekend. He's bit he's Jesse may not be available. I think he was sucked into the matrix. He him or a bot of him tweets at 3 a.m. Occasionally about Marvel snap. I don't know what he's doing up at three or Hmm. four o'clock in the morning. And he's I can't tell whether it's angry tweets or not he he tweets at some uh, i assume some marvel snap expert account or whatever which you know as you do having the conversation but i can't tell whether he's mad about what his opponent what cards his opponent had or he's mad because the opponent had crappy cards and he's so powerful i don't know but he but he it's in the middle of the night. (laughs) I'm like, why is Jesse up right now? I don't know. So I think it may be a bot. I don't, I don't know, but he's fully AI now. Most only part of only part of him is man. He'll, he'll never have to write a episode description again. His episode (laughs) descriptions are very lavish now. (laughs) So, uh, I, I don't, we may have, lost him we need some to... kind of
2: capture when he comes on to make sure he's human right
1: exactly that's exactly what I was going to say so <laughs> think of what things he would have to identify <laughs> so what would that be what's a very just which of thing? these
2: squares has a Rob Liefeld pouch on it
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right uh, well we'll put him through some sort of rigorous test to make sure he's not some two dimensional cutout on the screen when we getting one here but anyway what are we doing this is a
2: i saw some tweet or meme or one of those internet things that somebody had like put forward new idea wireless podcasting i was like get a group of friends together have conversation but just don't record it Oh. So I was like, "Congratulations! You invented hanging out."
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, hmm. that's a one-time thing, though. You can only do it once.
2: Yeah, that's well—that's the beauty of it, man. It's all—it's <laughs> not, yeah. Oh it's
1: no! Not transitory. I need to press the tape. We got to be able to go back and say. On this date you said this.
2: Same way I've been doing lately, prepping fresh episode four hundred, going back and listening to that old stuff. It's recorded for posterity, so it's good to go back and listen to those fun old clips of us. So young,
0: so so naive. It is when you're off
1: when you're off air that's when you save your voice. Right. Talk to anyone. No,
0: no. (laughs) You can't influence that way.
1: You, yeah, you're not influenced one at a time. It's hard enough to
0: influence
2: right now.
1: Uh, yeah, it's hard enough to imagine doing 15 at a time.
2: Yeah.
0: It, it it is pretty wild to uh to to, <laughs> to be able to go back and, and, and listen, you know, to to some conversation you had, you know, what eight years ago or something. It's it's pretty yeah. wild. Yeah, like I,
2: Barbie's Barbie's gonna bomb at the box. Yeah.
1: When I die, just pull the reels out. Throw Mm -hmm. it all away, please.
0: I want one of those tombstones that has speakers in it that just plays the podcast (laughs) on repeat from episode (laughs) to episode.
1: Oh my gosh, there'll be throngs of people there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
2: So let's make history, guys. Let's make something we'll want to listen to in a decade's time. Okay, That's what tonight's about. Depression. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thought we'd bring back a segment we haven't done in a long time. People always seem to like it when we did it. We just haven't uh, had the chance lately, so we're gonna wing one. Yeah. A uh, one job. One job forever?
0: Look, I have one job on this lousy ship. It's
1: stupid, but I'm gonna do it, okay? You tossers! You had one job to do!
2: segment where we pick an actor at random or any celebrity from from any entertainment uh, segment and we pick the performance or the work that they've done the one job we think that uh, not 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 necessarily the most popular the most famous the most crowd-pleasing but the one thing we would want them to be remembered for what we would put on their tombstone cliff gets speakers what would go on this person's tombstone when they are no longer with us so just kind of random I just seen a movie recently starring this guy so I picked a long time character actor Willem Dafoe not a huge movie star per se not the not the first lead in a ton of movies but always gives a great performance
1: yeah he's uh, he's certainly in plenty of things I'm um, very curious a, what you guys are. You have are a list there. You want me to go through IMDb? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go.
2: Uh, looks like his first role was 1980, uncredited in Heaven's Gate, which was the big famous flop. So then a couple.
1: I saw that. Yeah.
2: Second, it's a long booth, movie. Second phone booth youth in The Hunger, boyfriend in Shacking Up. So, a lot of just uh, bit parts till uh, 1986 and platoon sergeant Alliance. Oh, yeah, first time yeah then the worm has definitely turned for you man feel good yeah it feels good i got no pain in my neck now
1: feeling good's good enough Put your mouth
0: on this.
2: We don't smoke now. Classic war movie. Uh, probably the, yeah, I'm guessing the performance that really put them on the map. And then go straight to 1988. He he's Jesus. Last Temptation of Christ. Has anyone seen that one? I I love that movie.
1: I don't think I have. I've been wanting to watch it because feel like I need to. Oh,
2: it's the Scorsese Renaissance, right? So we got to right. go back and get yeah. everything Scorsese. Uh, 1988, Mississippi Burning. Nineteen eighty nine, born on the fourth of July. Tom Cruise like uh, nineteen ninety Cry Baby. He was in Crybaby?
1: Huh. Apparently. Huh.
2: Hateful Guard is who he played in Crybaby. down, asshole.
1: It's very bad time. Hmm. Now don't forget to say your prayers.
0: <laughs> God bless my probation officer. God
1: bless my probation officer. God bless the draft board. God bless the draft board. God bless the juvenile authorities. God bless the juvenile authorities.
2: We're going to give you a haircut tomorrow, pretty boy. You ever hear of a whiffle? Uh. Well, that's what you're going to get, you big old crybaby, you.
1: <laughs> God bless Dwight Eisenhower. God bless Dwight Eisenhower. God bless Roy Cohn. God bless, God bless Roy Cohn. God
0: bless Richard Nixon. Richard
2: in boys, 1990, Wild at Heart, and Bobby Peru. That's a great character name.
1: That is a good name. He should have changed his stage name to that. <laughs> Let's do the one job of Bobby. Bobby Was it Bobby? Pe- Bobby? Bobby Peru. Bobby Peru. Bobby Peru. Yeah. Uh,
2: 1991, Flight of the Intruder. 1992 Body of Evidence.
1: Ooh. I was just listening to a podcast about that. And I'm skipping. I'm skipping. That's the Madonna one, right? I believe
2: so. Wilm Defoe and Madonna, Joe Montana. Yeah. A lawyer defends a woman accused of killing her older lover.
1: Yeah. Life Aquatic. Oh, sorry, I skipped. <laughs> I just <laughs> saw that one. <laughs> God, don't let me interrupt. Uh,
2: 1994 gives clear and present danger. Harrison Ford dude.
1: Oh, yeah. Jack Ryan movie.
2: Uh, he was in The English Patient, which I didn't know. Never saw that. 1996, never seen it. Anything's jumping out of Euclid?
0: No, I don't know any of these.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speed 2 Cruise Control in 1997. Hmm. Ah, the Boondock Saints, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, very cult classic.
1: Actually, I prefer the uh, overnight documentary. Like he's in a little. It's about the guy that that made the Boondock Saints. Up, yeah. yeah, that's a good. Definitely, if you've never seen Overnight from two thousand three, check it out.
2: So I think this is when he becomes a bigger, bigger star here. We're getting into the 2000s, 2000 American Psycho, uh, 2000 Shadow of the Vampire, about the making of Nosferatu.
1: He's a very Nosferatu looking guy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 2002 Spider-Man as Norman Osborn. Hey! Hi, Harry. Harry! Won't you be needing this? Thanks, Tim. Uh, Peter, may I introduce my father, Norman Osborne? Heard so much about you. Great honor to meet you, sir. Harry tells me you're quite the science whiz. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. I read all your research on nanotechnology. Really brilliant.
1: And you understood it?
2: Yes, I, I wrote a paper on it.
1: Impressive. Your parents must be very proud.
2: I live
0: with my aunt and uncle. They are proud.
1: Hey you two!
0: Let's move!
2: Nice to meet you. Yeah, hope to see you again. Yeah. He doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, not if you're a genius. I think he wants to adopt you. <laughs> the Green Goblin.
1: Heard of him. Two thousand
2: three, Finding Nemo, the voice of Gil. Yeah. Did
1: we know that? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Cliff's like, yep, this is so it. That's
0: that's so far that He's I've seen one. that one. <laughs> he doesn't like
1: Spider-Man, so we know that. <laughs> doesn't uh, like Christ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I refuse 2000s. to watch any Jesus movies until uh, until the our epic... Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> until we have the whole crossover. Yes.
0: yes. The Apostles.
2: The Apostles. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh
0: man,
2: we bring back William Defoe as Jesus like that was oh, oh, over the top. Man.
1: Yeah, it's
2: like an older Jesus. Yeah, coming out of retirement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's been in heaven all these years.
1: He's like, yeah. I gotta come back. Oh my gosh, is that old Jesus? <laughs> 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 da da da
0: da
2: da da. da. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> two
2: thousand three. Once upon a time in Mexico. Uh, Jiminy Glick and Lala La Wood. Forgot about that movie. Two thousand four. The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou.
1: It's mm, good. That's a good one.
2: Uh, the Aviator in two thousand four. Leo's movie. Man. Uh Triple X State of the Union?
1: Never thought. Not a allowed lot to see Triple X. He
2: surely <laughs> makes a lot of movies. Man, there's a bunch of these I've never even heard of. What? Tales from Earth Sea The Walker? American Dream, oh, American Dreams, I remember uh, Before it had a name. I don't
0: know any of these movies. Mr. Bean's uh- Holiday?
1: No, you can't tell me me you haven't heard of Mr. Bean's Hall. Uh,
0: I don't remember him being in that movie.
1: (laughs) I did not see Mr. Bean's Holiday. (laughs) Uh,
2: Antichrist in
1: two thousand nine. Oh, see
2: Lars von Trier movie. He's Christ and Antichrist. That's when
1: you know when you've done one hundred (laughs) ninety three movies. You have been all (laughs) kinds of Christ.
2: (laughs) Fantastic, Mister Fox. Of course. John Carter, the, the, the Martyrs the movie, twenty twelve. Hmm. I swear he's been in some good movies too, hasn't he?
1: Yeah. Odd, yeah.
2: Odd Thomas.
1: Oh, uh, that's probably Dean Koontz thing.
2: Grand Budapest Hotel.
1: Yeah. yeah See, he was in you, that.
2: Once you get in with these certain directors, they're going to bring yeah. you back every time because they know yep. they know you can do the job. John Wick in 2014 True Finding Dory comes back
1: Oh my gosh the return of <laughs> Gill
2: Yeah The Great Wall and Matt Damon oh, saved yeah, China is that,
1: that, that movie No no Skip that one There's Florida a Disney Project. thing on here oh, from a couple years ago sorry another Disney
2: We all love the Florida Project 2017 if you're gonna be late again. You gotta let me know.
1: It was due yesterday. Yeah, that's right. It was due yesterday. What well, else? Why you gotta count it like I'm broke? I just gotta make sure. Gotta make sure what? That's <laughs> the right amount. It's a simple thing. I just counted it. I can't count. You think I can't count? It's
2: funny. I trust you. Do you? No. Uh, <laughs> you gonna got put me. that in <laughs> May I count it. May I count it? Good girl, you got your rent. Let me count it. Get out of here. Bye. Bye. Very understated performance. Yep. <clears throat> uh, Death Note. The adaptation of the manga. Murder of the Orient Express in 2017. Aquaman 2018 as Volko, the assistant to the king in Atlantis. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't feel like we're going to listen to this in ten years, you guys. I'm, I'm already. Yeah, this is. I'm already worried. It's not not popping like we want. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: 2019.
2: So... The Lighthouse.
1: That's good. A good two A weird,
2: performance good. there with Robert Pattinson. Uh, oh, Motherless Brooklyn. That was a good movie.
1: That's out of... Um, what's his name?
2: Yeah. Fight Club. Yeah. Uh, Edward Norton. Yes. Good noir crime. Like Bruce Willis as well. Uh, we got the Siberia. The French Dispatch. Yeah. Nightmare Alley
1: I like Nightmare
2: Alley Now we're back into some good award winning movies The Northman
1: Oh well I love The Mm Northman
2: Inside If that was the movie I just watched That uh Made me think of him as he's a thief The high end art thief That gets stuck inside an apartment And it's basically just him the whole movie Just going crazy Um So that was twenty twenty three. Also twenty twenty three. The asteroid city. Uh, I think that's about the last thing he's been in here. So long. Did you say No Way Home?
1: He was in No Way Home too. Came back for that.
2: No Way Home. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I think he was in all the Spider Man sequels his Visions and Dreams and. Oh okay. Also, also No Way Home. Yeah, yeah. So his top four on IMDb are Spider-Man, The Florida Project, The Lighthouse, and At Eternity's Gate, which is a Vincent Van Gogh, he played Vincent Van Gogh, the painter.
1: Hmm. Well, I am going to go ahead and claim um, Bobby Hicks in The Florida Project. That's Bobby Peru? Bobby, Bobby Peru Hicks in The Florida <laughs> Project. Bobby P. Hicks. Uh, he, um, yeah, I freaking love this movie. It's in my top one hundred list. Still, yeah. it's just, it's just, I freaking love it, love it, love it. And I love it's. He's Billy the Friend in this. You know, he is uh, not the foe in this movie. He's he's running this motel in Florida. It's you know a lot of people living at this motel. You know, yeah, other otherwise would be homeless just outside of disney and it's just like an incredible movie uh got a great child actors in it um i think i said brooklyn prince i think it's her name but um he's just really good lovable in it trying and to like make, like kind of guy with a crusty
2: everyone. exterior you know because he's got to throw people out and he can't yeah. he can't be everybody's friend but you know he's got a good heart inside
1: yeah he's got he has to walk that yeah, it has that has that balance of how how much he can be involved and how much he knows he can't let himself be involved. And just that shot of him, I mean Sean Baker is a great director and he, just that shot of him standing up on the balcony smoking that cigarette and the lights come on on the hotel and stuff it's just like just like that's how I picture Willem Dafoe. Like I, I I've seen that movie so many times and I just love it. I love him in it and uh I could not like let that one be lost to history that's that's my pick
0: yeah that's a that's a really good movie that you know it, it's fictional but it's based on a very real concept of their you know the truth be told there are a lot of people that work in theme parks especially Walt Disney World and they don't make a lot of money, and they are there because they love, a lot of them just want to be part of the company. They want to be part of the experience. Mm. They want to make people happy. That was their dream, and then they often find themselves living in hotels with their family, yeah. you know, family They're just in the and- shadow
1: of Disney. They're yes. literally just hundreds of feet away from paradise and that's just like that is this whole movie it's it is a phenomenal movie like i it blows me away it's one of the best movies of all i mean because of how they did that and what cliff saying like that the way that is set up like these real people you know this idea of people living in the shadow of that just because they want to be close to it Yep, You know, just, they want to be a part of it. At least they feel like there is a real paradise somewhere, you
0: know? Yeah. And the, and the reality being is you're going to a, um, an area that you have to have a very high income in order to, to have a life, you know, to be, to be any part of that. Yeah. To be comfortable, (laughs) to be any part of that. Exactly. And you know, the, Let's face it those those people just don't make, you know, that much above minimum wage, a lot of them and and some of them work two or three jobs uh just to uh maintain their their life in a in a hotel or going from hotel to hotel to stay out of their car. Um just like we said just to, you know, to be around it. So, great movie. Um, and, uh, and Willem Dafoe the only known actor in that movie. So
2: he's probably the reason they got some financing. I'm sure mm, he didn't get paid a lot. So I'm right. sure he's, he's part of the reason we've even seen this movie. Yeah. Able to finance it and get it out there.
0: Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Um, that hotel, you know, it, it where they filmed that it's a real hotel. They filmed completely in the area. You know, the, if you remember the scenes where, uh, the big orange, um, Mm-hmm. That's a real place. Recent well not recently, a uh, few months ago, maybe even a year it's been. It's probably been about a year caught on fire, you know. Um that I don't know. It's it's just a down around 192 in Kissimmee, Florida. Um it, it can be not so glamorous right outside of outside of Disney World and It's pretty crazy. So yeah, I really like that movie. Um on the other end of it, you know, I Finding Nemo is, you know, that's a great movie and, and he is a pivotal character in that. He plays the, uh, Gil, the, the rough, um, older kind of, uh, uh, fish in the dentist office when Nemo gets caught that he kind of takes him under his, you know, under his fin, so to say, and, uh, and, and wants to use him to escape. Um, because he's trying to correct.
2: If you said wing, I was going
0: to correct you. Yes, yes. So obviously, <laughs> obviously. So
1: well, he's a great voice for animation. He oh, yeah. he is a great voice for animation. Such, yeah. such a uh very you instantly obvious. Yeah, <laughs> obviously it is like yeah.
0: Don't you people realize we are swimming in our own?
1: Shh, here he comes. Crikey, what a state. <laughs> oh.
0: Barbara, what's my early appointment tomorrow? ten uh, o'clock Leave it open, would you? I'm gonna clean the fish tank
1: before Dolly gets here. Hey, <laughs> did you hear that, shark bait? Yay! Yeah, he's gonna clean the tank! He's gonna clean the tank! Yes! Yeah, we're gonna be clean! Are you ready to see your dad, kid? Uh-huh. Of course you are. You know,
2: I wouldn't be surprised if he's out there in the harbor waiting for you, right? now yeah so yeah i i love all the wes anderson movies but those are all very you know there's tons of actors in them so i i would never put any of those as his one job uh platoon is probably one of the best death scenes of all time him falling to his knees with his hands up that's such an iconic iconic moment true uh boondock saints again that's very of its time cult classic, you know, video store favorite, and he gives a performance in that that is wild. Like, he's very operatic. He's the detective trying to solve the case, and he's always, like, spinning in circles, and, like, you know, he's 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 in his own little world, and it's it's quite, in a very over-the-top movie, he might be the most over-the-top in that, and I, I love him in that movie. I don't know that the rest of it has aged terribly well, but he's he's terrific in it. Uh, yeah, Norman Os- Norman Osborn, iconic villain role. Uh, I, I will say, yeah, Last Temptation of Christ is excellent. Um, as Jesus, he it's what the movie says. It's he gets a chance to come off the cross and live life, and get married, and have kids, and live the rest of his life. And what would happen if if you know he didn't have to sacrifice himself? So of course there was controversy and this is blasphemous and oh, how yeah. dare you t- you know portray Jesus as anything but perfect. That's why I never
1: saw it uh in, you know when I was younger because like right. that was like that is not something you were going to watch. Yeah
2: it would know? be yeah don't even think about it. But so yeah it's him you know doubting things and saying why you know why do I have to do this? Why is it my job? To die for these people. and
1: It's it's your one job, Jesus.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So when I saw it as a younger person, it actually, like, I felt, this is crazy to say, like, you know, I really thought about this Jesus guy. I was like, wow, he did go through a lot. So, like, a lot of the things people thought about, you know, uh, the Mel Gibson movie, you know, oh, I I felt his pain and, you know, we, we suffered with Jesus. I felt with this one of like, you know, he did. He you know, he wasn't just a, in this movie especially not just a pure deity who always had our like he he had doubts and fears and pains, and it's like it humanized Jesus for me. And I'm like, how is this bad? Right to think about this, to think about Jesus as an actual person who went through this, which rather than point.
1: which was yeah. the point was yeah. that he was supposed to be becoming human.
2: So yeah, the the movie I. It, it, it reinforced how cool I thought Jesus was. You know, I thought Jesus huh. was a pretty cool dude, but this movie made me like him even more. So right. there you go, wow. pro Jesus. Lay, movie lay is, a
1: little ACDC behind yeah, that, and he's this, awesome.
2: This movie is not anti-Jesus. It is pro-Jesus, and it's all thanks to Willem Dafoe's great performance. But I would happily back Florida Project. I adore that movie. It's wonderful. He is the central. You know, it's all about these families, but he is the central planet they're all orbiting around and he's he's the father figure of this whole motel and if you haven't seen it it is well 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 worth a watch wonderful wonderful movie
1: well that was easy yeah (laughs) yeah. I think uh, I'm certainly delighted I'll tell you that I would not have went into this thinking I thought I'm gonna be the one that says Florida Project and that's where we're at but I haven't seen Last Temptation of Christ and I, I I could see that having been a very good pick also because i mean that 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 poster of him with the crown on and stuff is like iconic and and the platoon pose the arms up is iconic and it it's but you know i've i've seen platoon once and it was like man that's a gritty freaking movie you know uh but of course, and of course, I'm surprised that, yeah, I mean, not surprised, I guess, but Norman Osborn is like, a, that's what so many of us relate him to in our, in the last 25 years or whatever. That's what he, he's done several times, but yeah, I'm delighted that we're all for the Florida project here. I th- I feel like, so uh, I'm just going to call it uh, in the annals of Kapow history. when. On Willem Dafoe's headstone, it's going to say, Madden mm. Bobby sure do. P. X. Peru in parentheses. Mm-hmm. From the Florida Project. Okay, I warned you, one
2: drip and you're out. Oh, come on. Out now. It's going to melt outside.
1: It's melting inside, too. But
2: Bobby. Out. <sighs> Thank you
1: very much. You're not welcome. Definitely. I I hope if anyone ever listens to this someday on Cliff's headstone, blasted through the speakers, <laughs> <laughs> that they that they run out, wipe away watch, your tears, go watch the Florida Project.
2: Yeah. Cliff's great great grandchildren, he lived this life for you. All
1: right, uh, go stay at the Magic Castle. <laughs> oh, we did it.
2: Maybe we can um, get Last Temptation of Christ back. If we can do a Harvey Keitel one job because he was Judas. Oh, he had that like Brooklyn accent. He didn't hide it at all. He like, Jesus, <laughs> hey, whoa, Jesus, what's going on here? Uh,
1: do do? I
2: think I'm going to betray you over here.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, now I would have a hard time on Harvey Keitel. We may have to do him sometime. There's a few things I like him. All right, if we need to do these more often. I, I like him
2: any movie news yeah this the reason i thought of that is because i just watched this movie uh just came out on prime inside a 2023 movie uh i don't know that i can recommend it but it's it's willem dafoe it's it's a very good performance it gets a little weird by the end but it was it was very it was a thinker like he is this high-end art thief and he breaks into this apartment And in the first five minutes, like, the alarm gets tripped and everything gets shut down. The, the you know, metal slides over the windows and the doors lock and he gets stuck inside. So you think, oh, it's this madcap thriller. He's got to bust out. And it becomes something completely different. The owner is, like, overseas for the summer. So, like, no one's coming to get him. No one knows he's in there. Like, everything's shut off. The water's not running. The heat and the air are on the fritz. So like there's barely any food in the house. So like he's, you know, very soon he's like licking the inside of the refrigerator to try to get moisture off the, <laughs> out of the freezer and stuff. So, as it's, it's like, he's trapped. He's surrounded by these extravagant luxuries and this high-priced art and glass and steel and sculpture and beauty. But it's like, what does any of that mean? Like trying to survive. Like it, you, yeah. So he has to start breaking that stuff down to try to try to escape and it becomes this idea of like what what is art what is the importance of art does it mean anything in the long run and about an hour into the movie i'm like all right this isn't quite realistic because it's not showing where what's he what's he doing with the bathroom situation (laughs) because the water's off there's no water so it's like he can't flush the toilet i was like and he's been there like a month i'm like this And then they they address it. And I wish they hadn't. So that's that's a fun little little, uh,
1: thing. You had to ask. Yeah. (laughs) Had to be that guy. Yeah. Like, Mm. oh, you know, some guy's going to ask.
2: I I need realism. I need to see where. Oh, okay. You showed me. All right. Never mind.
1: This this plot sounds familiar. Like, what? Yeah, there's something. Well, for I think I watched a documentary several months ago about a real life. In fact, this is probably based on that or something. A, a real life thief that got caught. That was, in fact, I think it was. I think I heard that this was what hmm. it was based on. This guy, guy was a. It was on a Hulu doc, and this guy was a big jewel thief and stuff. Really good at stuff. And yeah, he hid in the, he hid in the stuff like that, and that's probably what that was yeah
2: but i would say an interesting movie a thoughtful movie but not a great movie it just sort of it gets a little metaphysical by the end of him losing his mind and imagining things and yeah so i, I thought it was going to be kind of a thriller kind of you know a survival story or something but it's it's something a little bit different so I, i'm glad i watched it but i as i'm not sure i could really recommend it
1: hmm. well i watched, watched the classic i mentioned this to you the other night, Jordan, uh, uh, my son Nick, we're always I'm always educating him on some movies here, so had to watch. Recently, there was a new version, not new new ver. They they came out with a remake in 2013. First, all, I'm talking about 2003 Chan Park Chan Wook's Old Boy. Um, they remade it in 2013 with uh, Elizabeth Olsen and josh brolin don't watch that one (laughs) but uh the original recently uh, was transferred by neon and has a new translation for the subtitles which are better easier to follow for people that aren't used to watching movies in other languages but it's got a good translation in the subtitles on the current version and i believe in the next week or two you'll be able to rent it we couldn't wait we had an opportunity to do it, so I bought it, it was 12 bucks. Buy it. You know, you can uh, scar people for the rest of your life showing them old boy. But it's uh if if you were to Google a list of like biggest twists in movies, you're gonna get six cents is gonna be on that list at the top, and old boy is gonna be on that list, like it's it's a huge twist, but Basically, it's about this guy. uh, He is imprisoned for 15 years and he has no idea why. And he's, you know, eventually the time goes by and he wants to find out who his captors were. And it's like one of the biggest twists of all time. what, What, who his captor is and what the reason was and what happened and it's awesome it's crazy it's awful it's it's the worst it's awesome i love it (laughs) it also is famous for a hammer fight in a hallway where he fights like 100 guys and he has a hammer and it's it's just kind of like a dance almost like of people but very uh pre the raid but uh i i it's it's a cool scene also that's famous for but I, i love it i i just think it's a great movie and my my son was like i mean the air was sucked out of the room in that gasp of oh my gosh you know when the moment is revealed and that's what that was worth the price of admission (laughs) like definitely watch it with your kids uh great great movie
2: the crazy thing is i know i've seen this ages ago and i honestly don't remember the hammer fight is the only thing i remember about it so i'm gonna get to watch it twice and get uh i'm gonna get get surprised twice
1: yeah that's that's awesome i love it it's uh it's it's i didn't even remember like i remembered the twist but i remember the why so i so i got that again because it had been 10 years or whatever since i saw the remake (laughs) you know but uh but definitely it's a it's a wild one. Definitely if you're gonna watch it for me. It's weird, but if you you know, but it's worth it. You will definitely understand what's happening <laughs> at the end. You'll be like, oh my gosh. But it's definitely with all the bells and whistles of a of a uh I I don't I wanna say Korean. What is it? I don't know what um, National Park channel yeah, work I, is but, so, yeah. Um but it's got that that vibe and there's there's the set dressings and stuff, but it's I I love it. So that one's marked off the list, and I own it now. So anyone that wants to be scarred, come on over.
2: Bring your own hammers. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> uh, I got out to the theater, so you know Whoa. it must be a big movie. Oh,
1: I, yeah, I, I saw that movie, too. I totally <laughs> forgot I watched that movie
2: killers of the flower moon because i do not have apple tv and don't plan on getting it so i wasn't sure how long it would be in theaters
1: before it went hours.
2: before it went well i know how long it gonna
1: be. <laughs> I, I know it's, uh, but uh, uh
2: getting a ton of buzz award season buzz critical buzz fan buzz viewer buzz so i thought this was one i thought would be worth seeing in the theater that big screen western vistas of martin scorsese and it was pretty excellent i i liked it a lot i'm not over the moon flower moon i'm not over the flower moon oh, about
1: yeah. it. Uh,
2: there were a few things i thought just sort of happened
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: that weren't the plot wasn't being driven by any specific thing it was just sort of happening in certain places and it was too long. Movies do not need to be three and a half hours. <laughs> that was I'm my review. Old. It's too I'm long. Too old. I'm too old for it's that. Old. Nobody needs it.
1: I didn't go get up to go to the bathroom. Uh, I, know, I mean, I never had to, but uh, it was three and a half hours long. And, that, and there's like twenty five minutes previous before that. Like we were in there a long freaking time. I, Nick and I went and saw it. This it, guy's it's too long. It's not. It's. It took my whole day the- off.
2: I went on a Monday. I'm a day off
1: that was Uh, what you did that day
2: got there the movie started at 2 30 it said i was late because of the construction between here and the mall so i got there at 2 40 the movie didn't start till three there were literally a half hour of previews and commercials
0: yep
2: so 6 30 (laughs) so it was dark by the time i got home i was literally my whole day scorsese
1: it's just it's i mean i love i'm all about a long movie especially a scorsese movie like i hell give me a give me a three hour movie i can i can do it but it it was and and there was not a lot of dead air or anything there was nothing like oh i could have went here or there but it's just there were things that could have been taken any other movie would have been edited There would have been things edited out that were not needed, and there was things in there that could have been edited out. Like there were things that happened that someone did had had their mind made up, and then they changed their mind back, and then they decide, no, I will do that. We'll just cut the part out where they changed their mind. We didn't need that at all. Let's just stick with the first decision. You know, that's how you edit things from a book. I'm sure in the book it happened like that, but you don't need that in a movie, you know, that's crazy. So, and, and I didn't like, and this is not a spoiler. You know, I'm saying I didn't like that. There was no mystery to this movie whatsoever. And that's not, uh, that's not, uh, it's not exactly how I like <laughs> something like I. Th- I I think you you know more about this than I do. I think uh, you said originally that was not how they were going to approach this. Like yeah, the I book guess the doesn't book, approach
2: it. The book is about the FBI agent solving the case. The book right. is about Jesse Plemons' character. So there is a little bit more of you know this guy just showing up and figuring out what's going on.
1: And that was who Leo was and th- I originally guess the supposed
2: the first, to play. Yeah, the first draft, Leo, the main, uh, he's still going to be the main character. And then... There was some editing and some rewriting and some talking to the native people of, you know, what, what is the real story here? And they decided to focus more on the people involved rather than the investigation about
1: it. Which, yeah. Don't focus don't on know. the yeah. that guy's perspective, but yeah. they still ended up in the white guy's perspective. Right? <laughs> I don't know.
2: So, yeah, this is the true story set in the 1920s. Uh, the Osage Indian Reservation uh, oil was found there which made them all very, very wealthy. And certain people at the time didn't like that idea. And they they were figuring out ways to take that wealth back to the quote unquote, you know, people who deserved it. The people, <laughs> and uh, you know, these people who were treated less than human by by, you know, the law, the you know the justice system couldn't couldn't defend themselves anyway. So this is a very harrowing, there's some, you know, this is all, like almost like a mob movie, you know, it's yep. Scorsese, there's violence, there's hits, there's gunfights and death and blood, but it's a, uh, yeah, it's also a very, it's a family drama. It's a historical drama and it's, it's super well-made. It's, it's really compelling. The acting is terrific. I thought De Niro, you know, in this late stage of his career, still gave an amazing performance, DiCaprio's good at playing that dumb, like just go with the flow guy. And uh, I'm blanking on her name, but the Lily Lily, Gladstone. Gladstone,
1: yeah, Yeah, she she was getting
2: a lot of buzz for her performance. So, again, worth the. Could have been more.
1: Could have been more of her. Like I. Why? Why late in the movie I was wasn't getting even more of her perspective? Like what? What? What was she thinking when this stuff was happening? We we don't know. No.
2: no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and jack white's
1: not gonna tell us nope <laughs> oh yeah there's like musicians and there's really what, jason isbel jason
2: isbel and uh had a, had a significant Simps- simpson and yeah.
1: had a significant part he you know jason Isbell i was like he didn't do didn't do bad at all i was oh. like it was good i real i mean i like it I, I certainly at the time was just like yeah i mean you'd only get a scorsese every Three years probably, and there's only there's a finite amount of them left. So I'll allow him to have this extra half hour, but don't anybody else get any ideas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so definitely come Oscar season, there's gonna be a ton of nominations Oh my gosh. Here, yeah. So Lily Grott
1: a shoe in. Like, this is probably you know the
2: favorite it. going into there. And who knows, maybe even the Pooh awards oh, sweep, right. that's, that's,
1: we will see. We will see. <laughs>
2: All right.
0: Anything else from movies? Uh, yeah. Oh, what's a movie? Watch. I, Is I that watched Steve Gutenberg. Bert Kreischer's The Machine on Netflix. Oh, The Machine. Oh, it's on Netflix. Oh, on yeah. Netflix, uh, guys. This should have been a summer top ten movie. I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> no, you told us before <laughs> you could
0: have, you could have I you. feel like nobody was listening <laughs> um no uh yeah it, it, i don't know what i expected out of this but um turns out it it was pretty good i i i laughed i enjoyed it it's ridiculous um it's over the top but it's just uh it's a movie based on uh, a story of what happened, you know, after his the machine story went viral, you know, in, in the, mo- oh, the movie. Oh, I assumed it was just filming the no. story he told. No, oh, okay. and and so so in <laughs> yeah, that would have been you know not great. Um, it, it would have never stood up to his t- telling his act is doing the machine routine uh every time he does a show but um no this this movie it's about um basically years after it hit, hit, he's had his fame um you know up to this point all of that stuff happened starting with you know he was rolling stone named him the country's biggest frat boy or party animal or whatever way back in the day when he was still in college. Um, his, his story is what, um, what was the movie with, um, the college movie? Van Wilder. Van Wilder. Thank you. Seriously. I was a wild guy. Yeah. That is based on his, his college <laughs> life that they okay. stole his story. He, he had been contacted by a movie studio about after he'd become famous from the from the magazine article about, hey, we want to make a movie about your about your college life and being here forever and and all of that, and he started to do that, and then suddenly they just took his story and ripped him off, and he never made a dime off of it. Never sued him. Never you know just let it be. Decided to become a comedian and um did that for years, and then of course his his machine, uh, real life story about when he was in college, and ended up in Russia um, befriending the Russian mafia on a on a school trip and what went down with that. It's a great story. I'm sure you've heard it. So the movie t- is basically years and years after. He has a family, he has kids, um, and a somewhat strange relationship with his father, who is played by Mark Hamill. And uh, um, basically somebody shows up one day and threatens to kidnap one of his daughter. And he must go back to Russia to retrieve an item that he stole in the train robbery he did with the Russian Mafia. So that's how it starts out. It goes from there. It's wild and crazy. And it's a lot of fun. Um, I liked it. Uh, it's free on Netflix. If you have Netflix, I would recommend watching it. Because it's probably better than a lot of the movies that are currently on Netflix. Just going
2: to say, better than Barbie?
0: No. Okay. No, let's not get ridiculous. Ah, <laughs> uh, speaking of Poohbah Awards, my gosh, can't wait for Barbie. So we'll
1: see. We will see. Right.
2: So that probably does it for this episode. Yeah,
1: I think so. Yes. yes. Yeah, that sounds. Oh, good. I, so, I, we, we, just, we're we got to tell the people all. All of them have stayed to the end here. We're three weeks in a row trivia champs here. Come on. We got a run going. Are you going to... Hmm. We,
2: that's news that people need. That's yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. Three weeks in a row. Well, the real news is that we didn't bet any money on the last question, even though we got it right, so we could <laughs> stay at 69 points for the win. So that's that's well, a flex. It was, that they, it was they
2: Halloween needed. night.
1: <laughs> Jordan didn't want to go That's what I'm saying I I'm, didn't I'm want the to pressure, pressure on to end, cancel next week We're going for four
2: But I thought If I don't end up infected Maybe we'll, maybe we'll go next week <laughs> I have to test myself before we go um, Yeah so I thought Okay I don't feel like going But maybe it's Halloween night Maybe it'll be like horror trivia Or he'll pick out some Stephen King questions Or you know, something He did barely he did a bunch of animal was Stephen questions Qu- and jeopardy questions question and normal stuff. The...
1: <laughs> so yeah the
2: final question that's you know kind of defines you know who wins or loses was the three posters andy Dufresne uses over his time in shawshank prison who were the three women the three hmm. actresses on the three posters and we knew two of them but we we're not sure on the third one so we kind of sussed out our competition, and we didn't think any of our competition would be able to come up with all three. So we we decided to play it safe and not, not bet anything. And uh, uh,
1: what sold it to me was Jared said, you know, if we don't bet anything, we'll still have sixty yeah, nine. Like, nice, we stuck on sixty nine. Nice, so we did it. So we're still stuck on sixty nine for weeks. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, we got it right. We get we hmm. we knew. Knew it was Rita Hayworth, and we figured it was Marilyn Monroe in the mm-hmm. middle, and then Raquel Welch. They rip off at the yep. end, you know. Yep. So uh, yeah, we were, I had to leave, but they I found it later. We did get it and won. So in their faces, I so three. My point is, three weeks in a row, this is about the time he changes the rules because last year he tried to change the rules on us once we started running the table, and that lasted. I don't know how long it lasted, but the next week we still won with his new rules. So hmm. he went back to the old ones. I don't. I don't know what what will happen next, but I can see it happening. Can hmm. see. I like to, I want to push him until they got to change the rules to try <laughs> to find a way for the dummies to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. I don't bring
1: him back. Uh, uh, there's a lot there's actually quite a few teams that play and i think they're, they're all really good trivia. Players. Yeah. yeah they're all really good trivia players like i mean i i don't the know why about, we went you know the
2: periodic table or you know the, the presidents from the 1800s and they're like boom i got this it's like how do you know all this stuff it's a very all this wide stuff we will we will
1: fret over and we'll be like okay we got an answer and we would get it and then we find everybody got it Mm. everybody got the everybody got this everybody knows everything these are smart freaking people in there
0: man i should come down and do trivia one night uh, at random we got uh, yeah what yeah you should yeah you should you don't but Mm -mm. you should i never think about it so
1: yeah. Hey, well, well, that's we, uh, we took you out of the t- the trivia text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We created a new one cuz just kept sending it and clips on that thing. I was like, Cliff doesn't give a shit about trivia. No. Let's just have fun." <laughs> he is
0: not paying any attention to this.
1: We uh Alicia and
0: I went out um not Halloween night, but but the 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 Halloween weekend and uh dug out a uh I don't know. Uh, I I dug out my my old uh, X-Wing Uh, pilot costume. Got my new, uh, my new Ollie's helmet um, sitting back here. So I was like, well, I'll just, you know, I'll just reuse that. Is that a trapper wolf helmet? Trapper wolf, yes, Dave Filoni. Mm Um, and I was like, I just want to do something because we, I don't think we have been out for anything Halloween since you know pandemic stuff um happened. I feel like
1: he did it just a year or two ago
0: well i checked the date i
1: remember you putting this uniform <laughs> I, yeah so. i
0: checked i checked the date on that and that was 2019
1: oh my gosh Wow.
0: so uh so yeah so we did that and she uh she she we makeshifted a a princess leia outfit out of a, a white dress she already had and, and a belt and and uh made it work and I tell you what, she looked pretty great. Um, we got a lot of compliments on on our costumes. Had a bunch of fun um, that I haven't had in a long time, and uh, just went down to uh, to uh, the Adelphia downtown Marietta. And uh, that night they ha- they were having DJs down there, you know, DJ cracked and Mixar and local guys, but quite a few uh, quite a few people. Um, and man, the costumes were pretty damn good. Like everybody's costume was amazing, and uh I was a little bit surprised. I didn't know what we were going to get into because we hadn't done it in so long. But man, we had a great time, and it just reminded me that you guys talking about Halloween night.
1: Did they have uh, two different things going on? Because they're one I saw. You know, you guys were inside, and they said Doug and him were there, and they yeah. They, they were inside but then there was like a rave or something also was that, that was outside
0: the, no it was the same thing it was same all inside thing. yeah they called it gr- hollow rave I don't know oh, okay. if, that I would call it a rave but
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. some girl I work with went to that
0: yeah yeah um yeah it was it was it was a lot of fun everybody everybody there was super nice and, and I think just happy to be out um you know maybe I don't, I don't really know maybe isn't. they were in the same situation we were and had been out in four years so uh <laughs> <laughs> for for something like that. But man, the Halloween costumes were good. I mean, they were, I was just amazingly impressed by how good they were. They weren't, they didn't look cheap, store-bought anything. It looked like somebody had really, you know, everybody had put some work into it, so.
2: So yeah, that was fun. Straight off the rack from Ollie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
2: Alright, so Ooh. that's it. Halloween season is over. We're coming up on the holidays. Coming up on episode 400. Coming mm. up on GalaxyCon. Coming up on oh, man. Christmas and New Year's. Good grief. There's so much to look forward to. And if you're in the cemetery right now listening to this, enjoy your life. Yes. We did. <laughs> we tried our best and we recorded as much as we could.
1: <laughs> we did. Now we're laying here, and that's all we can ask for. You're standing outside in the rain. Listen to this.
2: All righty, Bye from forever. the afterlife. My name is Jordan
0: Williams.
1: <laughs> I'm Bobby Peru. Bye forever.
0: Kapow! The pop cultured podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash udamwithkpp for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.